Hey everyone, uh, welcome back to another episode. Well guys, I'm not sure if you guys seen the most recent uh, YouTube video I put out um, showing the Tesla battery that came in. Um, for those of you that are part of the podcast, you guys pretty much have more first-hand uh, information before things happen. And also I share a lot more um, you know, than on my YouTube channel. Uh, but yeah, definitely check out that video. I added the sixth battery to my system. And it's actually currently 1 a.m. And I've just been, you know, watching my um, my system a little bit. You know, my house is running like normal. Uh, and I did notice something already. Um, so normally right around, say, 2 o'clock or so, um, usually I'll start to drop down at least one volt. Because I do have a regular refrigerator, big screen TVs. I have, you know, a ton of stuff plugged in. Like my house is just running like a regular house. So normally, um, my voltage on my battery would normally drop down about one volt. That's all it does. Drop down one volt normally running on four batteries. And that's been pretty normal. And that's not much power being used at all, considering. And um, so now since I have these, the last pair of batteries wired in, a total of six now, um, I haven't dropped the volt at all. In fact, <laughs> I haven't dropped anything really. Um, so that's uh, that's pretty nice. Um, by adding that little extra capacity, um, the batteries are pretty much staying really at, at their top end. You know, they're really staying full. Um, it if, if I had to compare it, I didn't even drop half a volt yet. Like, <laughs> not even half a volt. And that's that's great. You know, that's really, really good because that means the batteries... I mean, even if it was just dropping one volt, that's still really good, you know, because I'm not cycling the batteries to its lowest part and bringing them back up to their highest part, right? So normally what I do is I charge the batteries up to about um, one volt below the top end of a fully charged pack, okay? That way I stay away from the very top end. Um, for two reasons for one for a safety reason because I want to make sure I never overcharge my batteries But not only that um, with these type of batteries um, It's kind of a good idea to not charge them all the way up just to kind of keep them a little bit below the top end and Then you know on the bottom end as well. You don't want to bring them all the way down. The idea is to try to keep your your active charge in a really constant state as far as um, staying within a very certain level to really get the lifespan out of any battery, really, right? But especially with these batteries, I could discharge them, you know, pretty far down if I wanted to and go back and forth. But what that's doing is essentially adding cycles to keeping, you know, charging the battery up. So now um, with only dropping one volt normally with only four batteries, you know, I'm barely cycling the battery at all, right? It's like a micro, micro cycle. It's so small. And so now with the um, total of six batteries in play, um, it's going to be it's going to be interesting because the batteries are pretty much going to stay full all the time, which is really good because I'm barely cycling them at all. Right. Because all I'm doing during the day is just pumping just a little bit of juice in there just to get it right back up to where it needs to be, which is very, very minimal right for those of you that use lead acid batteries you guys know 
um, lead acid batteries are not good, right? They don't hold a charge well and you can't discharge them for, you know, to a certain degree and, you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, they'll get you by in a pinch or if you're on a budget, sure, to get you by. But there's, you know, a lot of things that you have to be aware of with lead acid batteries. And, um, yeah, you know, a lead acid battery, you're, you're essentially having to cycle them, you know, like a full cycle almost because, they, they, they're different chemistry than a lithium-ion battery, right? The lithium-ion batteries that I'm using, the Tesla packs, um, the Tesla batteries, the energy density in the battery is enormous. It is, it's, it's crazy how much energy is packed into those batteries, right? It is a, is a 100% world of difference compared to a lead-acid battery. Like, way, way different, right? You could essentially pack, like, oh, man, like a 100 of those lead-acid batteries into one pack. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, but, yeah, it's going to be nice to see the voltage pretty much stay very stable. And if it is going to drop down, it may only drop down maybe half a volt, if that, um, which is really good. You know, really, really good. Because the one thing I don't want to do is cycle the battery. You know, I don't want to use the power from the top end to the bottom end and then charge all the way back up and then re rinse and repeat that. Because then essentially I am comp doing a full complete cycle on the battery. You know, and every battery technically has a life cycle dependent on the amount of cycles that you cycle the battery, right? And these Tesla packs... Um, you know, they're coming from essentially the Tesla Model S vehicles, the their electric cars. And um, you, can, you guys can definitely take a look at their statistics and their numbers on cycling. But that's based off driving a vehicle on a long distance and actually depleting the battery really low. And it has a huge lifespan as far as the cycles based on their vehicle. So now that we're using it in an off-grid setting to power a home, it's getting, you know, used way less. You know, we're not, we're not trying to push a car, you know, across the country before the battery dies and we have to completely recharge at a supercharged station. That's not the case. You know, we're just powering your home, which the loads are way less compared to what you may be putting your car through and having to charge it multiple times, Right. We're essentially only having to charge the battery one time a day. And if anything, it's very, very minimal. Very minimal, you know. So, um, yeah, we'll definitely be able to get a lot more lifespan out of these batteries compared to them being in the vehicle. Now, with that said, um, my mother actually has an off-grid little house, um, little cabin. And um, she's actually utilizing um, lead acid batteries and there's some really old batteries and um, you know they're she's having some problems with her power right now and really what the problem is is that the batteries are shot they need to be replaced right so we're basically running them down to we're using them up as much as we can until the point that we have to invest money into more batteries now my mother needs to make a choice Right. She obviously knows what my system is all about and the different types of batteries um, because I try my best to educate my family and, you know, people I know on the differences. That way they can make their own decisions on what they want to do. And so she's, you know, thinking about 
if she's either going to replace the current batteries with new lead-acid batteries or take the um, step and actually purchase a Tesla battery like I have in my power shed. And, you know, I told her that if she needed a Tesla battery, I'd have no problem purchasing it for her, you know. So, yeah, um, those batteries that she have is probably about six, at least six years old. And they're really having trouble keeping a charge. And, you know, the water, we keep the water level up on those batteries and stuff. And it's just having a hard time, you know. Um, she does have a regular refrigerator in the her little place. Um, a regular one, not like an apartment size one, but a regular one. And that's what's really taking a lot of the lifespan out of those old batteries, you know. And so uh, I feel bad if she doesn't have power. You know, obviously it's my mother. I want to make sure that she has power. You know, for her lights, whatever she needs to do, you need to have power. So, um, yeah, maybe in the next, um, you know, few months here, or maybe even sooner, because uh, the batteries are really going down quick now, um, we might be able to upgrade her. But because she's running a 12-volt system, um, there's going to be a couple things that need to change in order to go and use a Tesla battery pack. Because a Tesla battery pack, technically one pack by themselves, is a 24-volt battery. So if I was to change her system over to run on a Tesla battery, first of all, we would need to get a Tesla battery in, shipped in. No problem. We can do that. Um, then I would have to remove her 12-volt inverter and replace it with a 24-volt inverter, right? Uh, and the uh, charge controller that she has there um, is one of the charge controllers that I used to have in my power shed. And so um, that charge controller works on many different voltages, so we don't need to change the charge controller. We can leave that alone. We just have to, I'm just going to go factory reset it and then start the process. Because I can. you can select 12, 24, 48, 60, and 72, believe it or not. Um, so I'll go ahead and set the charge controller up for 24-volt system. And because I have a lot of Tesla batteries already, I already know where I want to be setting the parameters for the charge settings on that charge controller for her uh, and then the solar panels that she has on the roof for her place um, essentially what I would do is rewire them um, I would start putting them in strings um, right now the way they're wired they're kind of wired more in a parallel situation but um, if we was to switch over um, essentially the breakdown would be rewire the solar panels to be in strings so we can bring a higher voltage into the charge controller let the charge controller, you know, buffer that, condition that, step it down to charge the Tesla battery correctly. And then obviously we would have the 24-volt um, inverter to take the DC power, convert it to AC power so she can power everything in her home. So that's the basic, uh, you know, breakdown of converting the system. So uh, only two components would have to change. The change out the 12-volt inverter to a 24-volt and basically just replace the battery now one tesla battery is roughly 5.2 to 5.3 kilowatt hours that is a massive amount of power in just one little one tesla battery pack and she is currently using six i believe six um lead acid batteries so one battery from you know one tesla battery would be a lot of um, lead acid batteries you know a lot of them 
So she's getting more bang for her buck because it's coming in a smaller compact form and it's a better chemistry. You can use more of the capacity, you know? Um, So there's a trade-off on that, right? So like I was telling my mother, I'm like, hey, look, if you're going to go in, because she's thinking about maybe buying 10 lead acid batteries. I said, well, if you look at the battery price that you're going to be paying for lead acid batteries compared to you just buying one Tesla battery, and a 24 volt inverter, you're going to be sitting way better with the Tesla battery and a 24 volt inverter compared to you maybe buying, you know, 10 or 12 or however many, um, you know, lead acid batteries. So she's highly considering switching the system over. And when that time comes, I'll definitely be there to switch it over for her, you know, because she doesn't know much about, you know, wiring and all that. And that's fine. I'll take, you know, I'll step in and make sure it's all taken care of for her. But yeah, um, we could get rid of, yeah, think about it like this, guys, the amount of space that 10 lead acid batteries take up, it's a, it's a, it's a decent sized space volume, right? Compared to one Tesla battery, that's a, you know, it's a small form with so much energy packed into it, right? I mean, if you used to think about the 5.3 or 5.2 kilowatt hours that's, that's stored, in the battery of a Tesla battery compared to the golf cart batteries. Essentially, it would be like having, how do I explain this? It would be like having like 40 or 50 lead acid batteries. Okay. In one Tesla pack, right? Somewhere right around there. It depends on the the lead acid battery you're using. Obviously, uh, and in her case, she's using the six volt golf cart batteries, which are wired in series and then wired in parallel to give her her battery pack. Right. So if we was to try to compare them to a golf cart battery wired up the same way. Um, yeah, you're looking at quite a bit of golf cart batteries packed into one really small form um, Tesla battery, you know, plus it has way more benefits. So. We can save space. Um, the only thing is we want to make sure that obviously we keep everything dry and out of the weather. Um, so that would be my most critical part about the system is making sure that the Tesla battery is always within a safe environment away from the outside elements, right? Making sure no water gets onto it, any of that, because that battery is a very dangerous battery. Uh, and you need to make sure that you take precautions and setting it up correctly and keeping it dry, keeping it safe. That way you don't have any problems, you know. So, yeah, um, that might be an upcoming um, project for my mother and for myself to help her out and maybe a YouTube video. And I'll definitely share that experience with you guys if it comes along here. But basically all we're doing is we're waiting for those batteries to basically just stop working. They're on their way out like really, really bad. They're just getting worse and worse and worse. And, um, yeah, they're pretty much on their last legs. I mean, it almost seems like daily they're getting worse. Like, seriously, daily they're getting worse. So, you know, sooner than later, we're definitely going to be upgrading her system. So, and I, I looked around for 24-volt inverters. And, obviously, Outback makes 24-volt inverters. But there's some cheaper alternatives out there. And because she has a smaller system, essentially... You know, she doesn't need the top of the line, top of the line, like, uh, you know, inverters and stuff. 
you know, there's some really good alternatives out there. And you should also consider that yourself when you're, you know, looking to build a little system. You don't need the top of the line stuff, but there is a couple good things that you need to have, right? You do need a good battery system. You may be able to get away with a cheaper inverter. Sure, that's fine. Um, but, you know, get a good quality battery. Make sure you have enough solar. And, um, you know, try to invest into at least a decent, uh, you know, inverter and charge controller and you'll be good to go. So, um, yeah, um, stay tuned, guys. I'll keep you guys up to date on that. Um, and one more thing before I end the podcast here is actually my father's off-grid ranch house is very similar to my mother's off-grid ranch house. Okay. Um, they have two, it's two separate, uh, homes, two separate systems and everything, but they're very similar. They're running pretty much the exact same setup, except my father's ranch house has a lot more, um, lead acid batteries. I can't remember how many he has right now, but he has a lot more of them. And, you know, he, it's working, it's working, sure. But, um, you know, those batteries are starting to kind of give him some issues here and there. And, um, you know, obviously the capacity, even though he has a lot more than my mother does, it's still a small capacity of energy compared to like a Tesla battery, you know? So that might be another project down the road when my father finally, um, decides to, uh, make a change. And, uh, you know, I can share that experience with you guys as well. So anyway, guys, thanks for tuning in and I'll see you guys on the next one.